Hi, and welcome to the Clear the Air podcast. I'm Leo Patel, visionary CEO and founder of Air Purifier Systems. 18 years of global corporate sales expertise, a master's in business administration, and also I'm an elite men's triathlete. And hi, I'm Dr. Tamika Patilla, a board-certified pediatrician, a clean air connoisseur, and VP of Air Purifier Systems, and I'm wife to Leo. Together, we run America's number one Black-owned e-commerce dealer for air purifiers, with the goal of raising awareness on harmful indoor pollutants and solutions that will lead you to a healthy and positive lifestyle for you and your family. Thanks for joining us. and welcome to Clear the Air. This is our podcast number three, and we are here to discuss how to live a positive, healthy life and to clear the air of any negative pollutants. Hi, I'm Leo Patel. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Um, happy Father's Day to me. Yes, happy Father's Day, Leo. Um, it's really exciting to be shooting on Father's Day for the first time for our third uh, podcast as we look to clear the air about a new subject that. It's going to be um, something that I think everybody's experienced because if you got parents, if you have older grandparents. Right. Any, you know, anyone that's in the older, you have risk for, you know, dementia, memory loss, and Alzheimer's. And we actually came across a study from the University of Southern California's College of Medicine where they actually studied what can, um, how air pollution can cause you know, early brain damage and cause early signs of dementia. So they actually show that um, the type of air pollution that we need to worry about that can cause these, you know, early brain aging is the PM 2.5. Um, so Leah, can, can you kind of explain what PM 2.5 is? So PM 2.5 isn't about um, pollutants that only affect you at P, during the PM hours of 12 <laughs> to 12. PM is, stands for particle matters. And all of us have, you know, our pores in our skin. We have hairs in our nose and our ears. Um, we have our eyelashes, things of that nature. And these parts of our bodies filter pollutants, natural pollutants that the earth provides to us. Um, but it does the big stuff, you know, the, the things that our eye, we pull out of our eyelashes are larger than PM 2.5. Things when we blow our nose and we see it in our, um, in our tissue napkin, um, those are things that are larger than PM 2.5. Um, when, when we bathe at night and um, we're, we're washing our skin and our pores, what we see in our towels is larger than PM 2.5. PM 2.5 is um, able to bypass and get past um, our initial um, bodily defense system um, mm -hmm. to filter out um, particles, dust, pollen, um, any oh. number of things that, that can be in the air. So, mm -hmm. um, so it's virethin, viruses, pathogens. Yeah, all that little stuff, you know, like during the original <clears throat> uh, inaugural uh, um, introduction to COVID-19 that the world experienced, um, you know, the first thing we learned is that it was airborne. Right. 
Um, and when something is airborne, um, like a pathogen, it stays in the air for longer than like a minute. Like a sneeze is really heavy, it falls right to the surface. Things like COVID-19 um, actually float in the air and hang out in the air. Um, and they're smaller than PM 2.5. Um, so um, that's why um, it spreads so fast. Right. And, you know, it's in the air, it stays there. Unless you do something to get rid of it, you're going to breathe it in. And those um, PM, since it's lower than a PM 2.5, it's going to get past those nose hairs. You're going to inhale it. It's going to get deep into your lungs. It's going to go through your blood system. And, you know, that's how it can affect you. That's scary stuff. Yeah. You know, that's really scary stuff. You know, you know whether we were in elementary school or high school, you know, um, getting sick, um, I don't think we ever, I don't think I ever really took the time to, or my parents at that time, took the, uh, um, any initiative to understand how, yeah. right? We didn't know. Oh, how or, you know, what can we do to, to stop it? Yeah, like think that. about that. Yeah, and you know, um, it, it's just interesting to see that at this point in time that we're in a world where we're learning that, you know, whether it's the flu, whether it's the common cold, these things are not only proximity, but they're things that can live within a proximity right. of a space for over 30 minutes. And you can breathe it in because your nose hairs won't catch it, your ears hairs won't catch it, your skin won't catch it, and it can absorb itself and you know, give you things like the measles, give you, you know, the respiratory issues that you get with COVID-19, the chicken pox, common mm -hmm. cold. These are all airborne things. Now what this, um, the Keck School of Medicine of USC um, conducted a study um, about air pollution and how it may contribute to Alzheimer's and dementia risk. Mm -hmm. um, and so we're going to talk about um, that because this is, this is, this is interesting. So it's lucky, lucky for us, we have a doctor in the room. So, you know, after reviewing this, Dr. Patilla, um, um, talk to us about what's Alzheimer's disease and Alzheimer's disease. I used to call it Alzheimer's as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Alzheimer's disease and how this is like affecting us and, and, and why, why we, you know, it's important. So, I mean, just Alzheimer's is a disease that, you know, affects you as you get older. I mean, there are some genetic components to it, so you may be more um, apt to get it if it runs in the family, but there are other things that can cause it. And really, it's just um, basically you losing your memory as you get older. You're losing your short-term memory, then you start losing long-term memory. You don't, you know, if you're really affected, you don't know where you're at, you know, everything just... You know, it's really hard, especially when you're older. You don't know your family. You don't know where you're, you know, where you're at. It's just really hard. So, you know, anything that you can do to prevent getting Alzheimer's, you definitely want to do. Um, the study actually showed that, you know, over time, these women that they were um, following, that their brain matter just aged prematurely when they were exposed to higher levels of PM 2.5. So they were actually able to follow these these women, they did brain MRI scans, and they were actually following them for other memory studies, but then they kind of went back and said, okay, well, these ladies live in an area that had elevated PM 2.5 levels. Some of them were higher than what their EPA standards um, should be, and some were a little bit lower, but either way, when they were exposed to more PM 2.5, those women that were living in 
places with higher levels of PM2.5 were about twice as likely to have brain aging and brain shrinkage shown on their brain MRI scans. So when does, like, it's interesting, so when, so brain shrinking and stuff like that, so when does that happen? I mean, is this just an older age thing? You mean, yeah. Does it affect different people's different ways and average age out there? So, I mean, it's kind of all of that, you know, it, it happens all the time with everyone, but more people are at higher risk for it. It happens earlier in some people. I mean, obviously at some point, if we're all, you know, live to be 100, we're going to see some brain shrink shrinkage. Um, and other environmental factors can attribute to this. Um, you know, smoking can do this. You know, if you're just not taking care of your body, taking care of your health, um, all these can accelerate the brain process, the brain shrinkage process. But it was shown that, you know, when you took out all those other factors that can be contributing to it, the fact that these women were exposed to higher levels of pollutants, they were the ones that had the higher levels of brain shrinkage. And it was shown even before they actually lost their, had any memory loss. So this is something that's, you know, cumulative over time, you know. And so if you're not paying attention to what you're being exposed to now, you know, at some point in the future, you may have to, you may experience this. And unfortunately, so you'll be worse. Well, how long of a period were they exposed to it? So these women were... Um, they the study were for women that were in their 70s so they were exposed to it for a pretty long time during the study though it was between it was five years apart okay so they showed how much change there was you know within five years of these women so it's well, definitely well it's, significant. It's, 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 it's interesting because what we learned about COVID is <clears throat> COVID made us think that the pollutants that are in the air are things that attack us and we feel it today. Right. I think that might have left a scar on us that, you know, if you don't get it immediately, you're okay. Like, if you don't get COVID now, you're fine. If you don't get the common cold or the flu today, you're fine. But it's actually that cumulative exposure right. that's, that's really the dangerous part of, of these things because that exposure is... Is, is even beyond this study, um, we, we see it in, in um, many other reviews that we've seen about cancer and, and mm -hmm. how different, how PM2.5 is a, one of the primary causes of lung cancer. Right, and that's usually a cumulative and risk too. It's, you know, it takes you've, time. You've been inhaling these things and exposing your body to these things for so long, and then, you know, at some point in the future, it shows up as cancer. So, you know, what can you do to... What can we do to prevent these cumulative effects? You know, how do we get, you know, our air clean and keep these pollutants out of our body, out of our system? Well, yeah, and you know, the, the biggest thing is we gotta educate ourselves and be honest about air pollution. Number one, there's air pollution outside. So if there's air pollution outside, is your home actually protecting you? Well, yes and no. Right. You know what I mean? If you're living in a city, you're gonna deal with smog, which is basically the uh, a nice cocktail of tire tread and um, exhaust all wrapped up together that people in the inner city breathe every day all day right. long, no matter their age. Um, it, it's one of the reasons why when you go to the inner city, you know, um, 
many of the wealthy, the richer people in the inner city, where do they live? They live up high. Right. Have real but, big, open, aired out, um, high rise apartments. Yeah, I know because I used getting, to live in one. Yeah, they're getting away from the smog. And, and they also have, and they also know that there's smog and pollution, so they have um, um, air purifiers. Right. You know, you know, because they realize that breathing this is, is, is gonna it won't be hazardous today I'll be fine in the morning to go to work mm-hmm. but when it's time um, when you're in your 50s and your 60s and your 70s and you start getting different respiratory ailments rather than blaming those on age mm-hmm. you, it's really to be blamed on exposure to indoor and outdoor pollution exactly exactly so, so you know and they but yeah, she said they do what they can to kind of get rid of any pollutants. So they have top of line air purifiers. They stay up high. You know they're away from those that smog and and out, outdoor pollution. So well, the thing is, it says right here that the U.S. government had an opportunity to strengthen those standards in 2020 and move the EPA scientists explain, um, the move that EPA scientists explained that could prevent thousands of premature deaths from health risks such as heart disease. Um, but, you know, our government isn't, you know, really making a lot of fast moves on this because right. it's, it's such a political hot button that, you know, um, the truth is actually being lost in the uh, back and forth between you know, our different government bodies. Right. So they, you know, they didn't want to do anything to, you know, increase, you know, the, the standards to reduce the levels out, outdoors. So if they're not doing anything, you know, you need to be proactive, you know, for yourself because you can't exactly. rely on the government to to put these standards out to reduce the pollution in the air. So, yeah, I mean, this we we've got to we got to clear the air on this subject. You know, the, the government isn't there to do everything for you. Right. You know, you got to take things upon yourself and, and say to yourself that, you know, if there's something out here um, that I know seems like invisibly is giving my loved ones cancer, mm-hmm. um, obviously um, there are some inventions out here that right. were developed, um, some with a lot of time and, and a lot of effort to make sure that exposures to these types of pollutants and contaminants are limited or mm. completely um, completely filtered from your, your breathing health. Right. I mean, I know we're going to do what we can to help, you know, help our family and keep our family healthy. So, you know, we hope you guys do the same. I mean, we can even say for our family, I mean, we have a whole home air purifier in our home. Right. It's, it has HIPAA which is the best filtration that you mm. can buy and carbon filtration that you can buy. Um, the HIPAA is filtering the PM 2.5. It's right. filtering down to um, 0.03 microns. Right. So it's getting everything. Um, and then the uh, charcoal um, carbon filter is filtering out um, the VOCs and those of you who don't know VOCs, volatile organic compounds. These are things that are in the air that we breathe, whether it's the gas from our stoves, from mm-hmm. our um, uh, from our fireplaces, mm-hmm. um, from um, cleaning products, cleaning products, mm-hmm. cosmetics, 
in our home are all, uh, if you don't have all wood in your home and you have some things that are made of uh, um, synthetic woods and glues, those things give off gases that right. are dangerous to your health. So you, you, you could ask yourself, why is the government allowing us to breathe you know, dangerous gases when they know over time that they could be harmful to us. Yeah. You know, you, you can ask that question, but the reality is, is that it's everywhere in our society. It's not, we're in a capitalist society. Mm -hmm. So you, you've got to take some individual responsibility on yourself to make right. sure that you're uh, um, keeping the air in your home um, sterilized right. for, for you and your family. I mean, right. you've got to take the initiative. It's not something that the government's going to hold your hand on because it's a political yeah. hot button, because it's a matter of is clean air a right or is it something that you go get, you right. know what I mean? Right. And it's not a right. No one, yeah. There's not a lot of rights in this country um, as it relates to health. Right. So, I mean, we're hoping to educate you guys on, on everything that's in the air so you know, so you are aware of everything of the pollutants, the negative pollutants that could be in your indoor space and that are outdoors are coming into your indoor space. So, you know, if we can educate you and let you know, you know, that can help help you prevent these ailments and long-term health problems. And, and, and trust me, brain shrinkage probably isn't limited to a person who's a senior. Right. And you're right. I mean, yeah. brain shrinkage can happen at any age. Um, and just because your friend or your mom or your cousin isn't uh, aware or interested in something about um, purifying the air doesn't mean that you shouldn't take some steps on your own to yeah. investigate them. Hey, look, I'm not trying to sell you anything. Dr. Patilla's not trying to sell you anything. We're just trying to give you information. Right. You know, and I found this article um, a little scary. Yeah, you know. Definitely, anything that's gonna, you know, cause you know harm to your health, and you know I don't want to grow up as we get older and just start forgetting things, and you know, and especially you know, and having it happen earlier, you know, I don't want to be you know in my sixties and start to forget things and not know where I'm at. You know, we're you know, we got lots of things to do. Yeah, you, know, it's um. You know, we want some productive lives. We want to stay productive and um, make sure you're clear, clearing the air out there. So um, if you do have an opportunity, you can go to preventativemedicine.usc.edu and um, in the search bar, and they have a little search thing here, you can just put in air pollution and they have a bunch of articles. The state of California does a bunch of studies um, on clean air because they have the toughest air standards in the entire country. Yeah. comes out of California. As a matter of fact, air purifier systems, 50% of our customers are in California. Um, and it's driven somewhat by COVID-19. It's somewhat driven by uh, wildfires. Right. Um, but some of it is driven by legislation that says that if you're going to have, if you're going to sell products um, um, uh, that, that have a, a smell to them, that give off an odor, um, you're going to have to purify that out of your space, your retail space. Um, 
And you might say, well, that's a lot. Why is the government pushing that? Well, the more you can smell in mm -hmm. any indoor environment, the worse the air is. That means the air is heavy. That means the air has a lot of moisture in it. And that means that if someone has a communicable disease right. that, you know, that can come off out of their, their, their breath as they're, they're speaking, um, you have a higher likelihood of that contaminant staying in the air and you inhaling it or your children inhaling it. So it's very important um, to understand that some things may seem a little off balance, but give it a little thought. It, it might seem like they're trying to protect um, their capitalist society in, in California, and they got they have a pretty strong business. Right. <laughs> uh, they got pretty good business going on in California. So mm -hmm. I, I actually think it's an awesome thing. I think more states are um, taking some measures mm -hmm. um, to to make indoor air. Um, a more make it health you know healthier yeah and, and, and make it um something that you know you can get used to and get comfortable with mm -hmm. um the whole idea of 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 doing this is not only uh convenience for everybody but just think about it at some point in the future somebody's going to want to sue somebody because they said they came to your business and um Maybe they're able to prove it. Maybe they're not. I don't know. But prove that they got something from your place of business that they inhaled that made them sick. Right. Right. Um, I don't know how you prove that. But um, if you work for somebody, the likelihood that they could prove that they've been around things like uh, those very large printers and copiers, mm -hmm. huge off-gasses coming off of those things. You got, you're actually heating liquid, um, a, a toxic liquid to print. That's why when you print, you smell it, you can smell it. Right. It's, it's actually toxic. Um, if you've been breathing that over time and you get lung cancer, um, don't be surprised if someone's not trying to sue you for it. Because right. um, they can prove that the ink and copiers give off gases that cause cancer. Mm -hmm. And if you want to avoid that and you want to take care of your customers, you want to take care of your employees, then just take the right steps. Clear the air. Just clear the air. Just like you have your um, crew come in to clean your office and stuff, right. you should have an air purifier to, to keep your it. air clean. Right. Yep. Got to... Got to clean more than just the surfaces. Yeah, it's way more than the surfaces. Yeah. I found that to be such ridiculous advice. As though yeah. the things that on the surface got there without once being in the air. Right. It's right? like it's in the air, then it settles. So, yeah. you know, clear the air first. So, um, uh, so is there... You, you talk about genetics, and, and and these types of things um, are being passed down, you know, through generations. Mm -hmm. Habits, norms, these are all pollutants. Right, and they get passed down. And they get passed down. They may not be in your DNA, but they're in your psychological way of thinking, your your your, your processing of information. Right. 
So the thing is to kind of, you know, recognize what are the bad habits, what are those negative habits that are being passed down, you know, with family or friends. And, you know, once you recognize that, you can change it and you could um, pass down better more positive habits to you know the generations underneath you so to your children to your grandchildren yeah, let's, let's let's start passing down some big brain type of information to our kids and, and um because trying to convince ourselves that air purification is somehow a um, is not real or is only associated with COVID-19 mm-hmm. um what, what you're basically doing is is passing down small brain information right both um, with the pun intended and without it. Right. So it's very important that we do that. So, hey, this has been an awesome show. I've yeah. been, I really enjoyed this. Yeah. You know, yeah. especially on always Father's good. Day. On Father's Day, you know, def- definitely always good to come and clear the air and have these discussions. So, hey, we, we appreciate you tuning in. Yeah. So, yeah, thanks so much for tuning in, and we hope to see you again soon. Take care. Right. Keep the air. We want to thank you for spending your time listening to our podcast today. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe and leave us a five-star review on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, check out our website, airpurifiersystems.com, and you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at airpurifiersystems. Thanks again for listening with us, and we'll see you next time. Bye.